Coming to you live from Parkview Studios, the garage, this is the Brothers Ketchup, a weekly podcast where two brothers come together to catch up. I'm Sal Biazzi. With me, as always, is my brother. Frankie Biazzi. Okay. On a Saturday. Back again. Uh, man. I don't even know where I want to begin. I kind of want to begin by saying I'm sorry. Why? I don't know. I just feel like I should. At this point, just change the name of the podcast. Sal apologizes. <laughs> weekly. For no reason. <laughs> Sorry for you having me hear this. Um, dude, being a parent's hard, man. I'm beat. I've been in the hospital for a million days. How much different is two to one? Especially when the second one's being a complicated little guy. It's hard. We got this letter from... I don't even, I don't want to disclose too yeah, much just don't personal don't information, but I do want to disclose a little bit of it. Got a letter from the state. Needs a retest for blood work to rule out some stuff. It's the... It's like wearing your heart on the outside of your body. Having a kid? Yeah, dude. Yeah. It stinks. It's great. It's I like the worst. looking at it. But it's the worst. My little heart out there on the outside of my body. But you know what? It hurts, man. It hurts. It's a lot. Also, the way they draw blood for this blood test and then, like, squeeze the baby's foot and drip blood onto this just, like, Stop. Oh pad of God. paper with some circles on it. It's like, this is science. <laughs> <laughs> it's just taking out, like, a hunting knife. It's like, oh, well, cake is on there from before. All right. Slice it. Yeah. Drop, 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 drop. I need to dress the blood on it, right? Just give me like an old sock. All right, clean that up. Supposedly the rate of false positives is very high, so like it's that's what we're hoping for. But Well, he seems fine. Seems fine now, but this is like a though, test yeah. for things that like... I mean, I guess it's good, though, like, if it is something, like... Yeah, you want to know, know now. Like, immediately when he's born. Figure the shit out now to make it whatever it could possibly be as easy as it's possible. scary. It's like, here's a list of 60 possible scary, rare diseases. One of them might be positive. Come back and retest. You'll find out in a week. <laughs> I'll let you know sometime <laughs> in the next six months if uh, <laughs> the results of this. Until then, just live with... Horrifying anxiety. And I don't even know, like, how they tell you, like, if you're positive. Like, I don't know. It's like, they don't tell you anything. So I don't know if he tested positive or if it's just, like, that it was, like, insufficient specimen. Like, there's a reason why it didn't work. Like, the test was just no good. It's one test for all of the things. Yeah. So once that comes back, it's like, all right, now we have to test for each one? Like, how does it? I don't all get All right, so it. that's what I don't know. But this is a retest of the original test. So, like, that tells me that perhaps... Something happened with the original test and the test. Yeah, because I if, think it would work. If that would have been like a full on, like, hey, this is it, you'd go to the next step, which you is like. You would think that if it flagged for something, considering it's a list of 60 serious illnesses, and they're like, you originally have to know if you have one of these things. Yeah. That if you flagged for one of. You're presumably not flagging for more than one. God forbid. Yeah, that'd be crazy. <laughs> you have four. <laughs> Most people have none. You have all of them. <laughs> So, hopefully you don't get any. 
Congratulations. <laughs> but I would think if you tested positive for one, like they would be the onus would be on them to tell you what would hit. Yeah, immediately, like as soon as possible. You would think, yeah. But I don't know how the state operates. So like maybe like you It's giving test, them a lot of credit. Maybe you do test positive for one and it's like, let's retest to make sure because there's a lot yeah. of false positives. So that's fine. But like the letter But I don't understand how one test is like how does it tell you which one? I don't know. I don't know anything about this test other than I know I've watched them do it now. So, like, the way they do it is it's this little slip of paper. And it's got five circles on it. And it says, fill each circle with blood. blood. <laughs> and they literally just drop the blood from the baby's foot into the circles. And it says completely. So, it has to be completely full. How big is the circle? Maybe, like, nickel-sized. Just paper? On paper, as far as I can tell. What the fuck are they going to do with paper? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. So then they send that off, and then they test for sixty million, different, sixty different things. Presumably, you only how do get, they get foot out of his blood? Blood. Out how of do his they foot? get blood out of his foot? They prick it with a little pricker, and they just squeeze his foot. Yeah, like a juice. I'm sure, he loves that. Not fun. I'm sure he's like, this is fun. <laughs> I love this. He's got, a, and he's been pricked now a bunch of times. He's got like all little prick marks on the bottom of his foot. Sad, poor baby. Jesus so anyway, <laughs> presumably you only get one positive. And I would assume they tell you, but maybe they don't. But our letter just said, like, he needs to be retested. It didn't say why. It didn't say, like, because he was positive, because it was a bad sample. It is cool how fast your stuff works, though. Like, you have a baby, you get that letter, and you immediately have a doctor's appointment the next day? Well, he was tested within two days. And we got the letter was dated the 17th. We got it yesterday the 19th. So, like, it moves pretty quick. When did he get the first test? Uh, 24 hours to 48 hours after he was born. Okay. It's just part of the birth process. Yeah. And it's also possible that, like, he's a bigger baby. So, like, I don't know if this... I'm, this might be my extrapolation, but, like, because he's a bigger baby, like, a lot of other things have been impacted. Like, how much he needs to eat to do certain blood tests and all this stuff. So, like, perhaps, like, he did have the test too early and he was Probably. Fed right or whatever. And, like, maybe they did have enough blood, but it wasn't ready for finding out what they needed to find out. So, like... I'm trying not to panic that, like, he tested positive for one or he more has, of these rare illnesses. He has Down syndrome. Late, <laughs> late onset Down syndrome. <laughs> I made, like, a similar joke. Um, but so now we're retesting. And eventually we're going to find out from this test, like, what that says. So the result of this will either be like, alright, it was a false positive, you're good. Or it's like, you, he has this, or is it like? Well, I would assume it that not, it's, what they're it, doing it now was not a false positive, and now we have to figure out what it is. Well, no, because I would think the first one. Let's say it was positive for something. If they're testing again, they're testing. Then they're testing a, if it has to hit again. Yeah, you know, like maybe it was a false positive for that one thing. Let's try it, and if the same thing hits, you're like, okay. Let's take it to the next step. You probably have to take like a special test I for guess. that thing, whatever that probably. thing is. Do they send you like the list of all sixty like possible things? No, actually, they don't. And like that's kind of it's like up to you to like, like, kind of like Google <laughs> like, hey, what te- what what, <laughs> what are they actually testing this? for? It's like we asked the pediatrician. How did, why does the state get involved? It's just an infant screen, and they screen everyone's baby. Actually, I keep joking with Rachel. Like, maybe a superpower. Maybe you flagged for like a mutation. Like, hey, we gotta check this kid out. <laughs> this kid might have something. This is the chosen one. So, 
If it's false positive, though, in the clear, I think. I don't know. The pediatrician said that in her time... <laughs> what did you look up? Just, it's just like a drawing of a baby with his get foot getting squeezed in circles on a piece of paper. That's what it is. Does it, it say what they screen for on there? No. Why would it, you know? I know some of them, like PKU, sickle cell anemia. It's PKU? It's like some... I think it's an autoimmune disease. Anything with his kidney? I don't know why. I'll tell you off the podcast. Do you have kidney disease in our family? No. <laughs> but like a lot of the things I know we don't have. Like no one in our family has a history of cystic fibrosis, for example. And like to get cystic fibrosis, I think both parents have to have carriers. Like neither Rachel and I have like any history of that. And she was tested for the gene that carries it and was negative. So, like, some of the things, it's like, okay, definitely not. But fine. <laughs> he seems fine. But, I mean, I don't think you could tell if they have, like, all these diseases. Yeah, I can't find But it's, like, a the list. scariest letter to get from the state. Like, hey, by the way. Dude, that's what I was going to say. Like, done. I don't think I could have kids. I've come to that conclusion. <laughs> My anxiety is so high for me. Once I have a kid, I'm not going to be worried about me. I'm going to have to worry about that kid at all times. Uh Uh-uh. So, that's my catching up. This being a dad... I did a buy, buy a new grill and have a really visceral experience. A visceral experience with a grill? Yeah, like it really felt nice. Got a good deal. A little bit of a damaged out the back door sort of deal. Nothing wrong with that. You know Home Goods like doesn't do anything with their damaged stuff. They expect you to just pay full price for shittier stuff. There you go. Well, this was just sitting in the aisle at Home Depot. It was like, broken door. And I looked at it, I was like, it's not bad, it was barely broken. There was another one sitting right across. That wasn't broken? And it was marked down from 400, so like, there were the last two of this type of grill. There's none of these on the outside. Like, all the other grills were outside. Yeah. <clears throat> and I don't even know if this is the exact one, is the same one. This one might even be a little bigger than that one. you a cover for it? No, I have to do that next. Yeah. So, I said... Hey, that one over there is marked down from 400 to 300 And this one doesn't have a price tag, but it's damaged. I'll do, if it's for sale, I'll do like 150 you know, if you're trying to get rid of it. And the lady was like, I don't know anything about this one. I probably can't do 150 I might be able to do 100 off, though. And I was like, so 200 She's like, yeah. I was like, alright. 100 off would be 300 Well, the other one was marked down to 300 and it wasn't damaged. Oh, I see. Uh, you could have got it for one fifty. Yeah, you probably could have got it for a hundred. <laughs> if I just was like persistent enough. Yeah, be like, listen, you don't want this grill. I, I want mean, this grill. Hundred bucks. <laughs> you already made your money. If these are the last two grills, you already made your money on the grills. You didn't need to sell all of them. Yeah, this one's broken. I'll take it. I'm gonna take it for a hundred bucks. bucks. Yeah, you're right. I should have done yeah. that. Yeah. 
Damn. It's easy to say now. I don't. I think in the moment, it'd be like, I'll give you a full price. Well, I wasn't like shopping for girls, but I've been like pricing girls out and just looking at. I know, like, based on the size and look of this girl, like, two hundred is so good. Because like, it's I could nice... go out. I could buy a two hundred dollar grill in the store. It's a nice grill. But compared to those grills, like this is like the next. Make sure you grill. take care of it, though. Well, the girl I have is five years old. No. At least, no, well, I've had it for five years, but before that, it was years old too. No. So, I love a grill. <clears throat> love a good grill. Who doesn't love grilling up some food? You I know? know. I was hoping I could grill tonight, but it's the rain hasn't let up. Yet. It was supposed to stop at two, and it's still raining at four. Yesterday, I spent all day working on the lawn. We've talked about how much I love that on this podcast before. In season two last year. Um. Yeah, man. Put the fertilizer out. Watered it. Started to green. Came out this morning in the middle of the rain and saw how like fresh and it's luscious looking thick it looks right now. My grass is all natural. Like, you look across the street, saw it. Look down the road, saw it. Looks good though. Mine from my bare hands, seed and soil, baby. Remember what I looked like when I moved in here? Do you remember? The lawn is made a complete way. It is all me. It is weird, though, if you just take care of it. Yeah, like, that's it literally the key. It kind of just does its own thing and looks nicer every year. Yeah, if you can mow it now, and seed it you'll and have fertilize to, like, it. You have to kind of, like, fight the fungal stuff and yeah, weed stuff. Back. That's just part of it. But I don't put as much work in the back as I do in the front. I think I would put more care into my back lawn. I care about the people walking by when they see, like, I want them to see, like... Yeah, I mean, that's a huge part of it, but... And especially with these... I, like holly- I, I enjoy my backyard, and I want... I would enjoy a nice lawn. With these know. godforsaken holly trees? Did you get rid of them? I'm telling you. <laughs> Just fucking cut them down. Plant a nice cherry blossom. No, because they, they fall in the spring, too. So? They're at least pink, and it looks pretty. I think I'm going to go with a maple. Something that doesn't... Just that one, it looks like that one. Right in that spot. What about some some uh, some pine? <laughs> I hate those too. I don't want anything like pine needles falling. I don't want anything like that. It's one normal leaves. What are the ones that have tree. the pine cones? Oh, pine, pine trees. <laughs> and you know what comes from pine cones? If we plant enough of them. Pine nuts. Talk about that. What about... What tree has acorns? Is that a maple? Maple. Alright, that's good. Do a little acorn wars for your children in a few years. What's going on with you? Fucking tired, man. I'm way too busy. I gotta be... I mean, oh my god. <sighs> I'm enjoying it. But it's definitely not... The easiest path I've chosen. But I like it. I like the challenge. I like kind of... I was going to say, you look a little scrawny today. Oh, I hit the gym this morning, so... Thanks for that. Not like... Maybe it's just because you're in the the Fetterman hoodie. Oh! Dude, I tweeted about that over the weekend. If that dude knew how to talk, I would like him. He's got some good thoughts. No, I don't care about his thoughts. His thoughts are probably terrible. I I wouldn't know his thoughts because I can't get through 13 seconds of him attempting to say words. 
I want to kill myself. But I like the hoodie. I like the fuck you guys, fuck the political what I'm supposed to do. This bullshit. That aspect of it is good. Dude, I never thought. That's it. Speaking of these fucking politicians that I could literally drown in the river, but like happily celebrate some of them. Dude, the George Santos shit. I Love think that guy. Is so fucking Love that funny. Guy. Is he a dude? They're is he a piece him of shit jail. fraud? Yeah, see, of course. Do you really, see what they're trying like? to throw him in jail for? Is it not hilarious how these people operate in Washington D.C.? Like, you get one guy who comes out here is a complete look. He's probably a sociopath. He's kind of a sociopath. He was caught lying and then spun it in his favor as like I'm the first dishonest politician. But like the shit he was lying about is so minuscule and it's comical when they pretend that they don't all maybe they don't all lie about everything well, about the their thing. lives but they all lie about some things about their lives. that's the thing like the people who are like so offended by George Sanders like oh we gotta get rid of him yeah, it's like no, 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 lies no. About you guys are missing it like the the, the politicians are, te- are telling you listen this is our game and you play it with our rules or we kick you the fuck out. We'll literally arrest you for the most petty $500 yeah. check, you fraud. We'll find a way. We'll put we'll you away. We'll find something. And guess what? When you go into prison, we're going to fucking the shit out of you. You're going to die. Yeah. <laughs> so. You see that Kucinich? They, Kucinich is like one of the first politicians I watched. Dennis Kucinich? Yes. From like the early 2000s? Yes. What he's, about him? He's RFK's campaign advisor now. Oh, is he? I don't know that. And he was like, he was fucked by the Obama administration for like speaking out about how they operate because like he wanted to run, he was trying to run progressive shit and then they ran interference and he got caught up in like campaign finance shit. Look at this rain. Like running for politics in the United States is signing, is signing your own arrest warrant. It's crazy. I don't know why people do it. (laughs) It's insane. Start a podcast. Like, did you see the argument I had with that dude about Dennis Hastert? Yeah. Okay. All right. So, like, I don't want to see get what into I said the... about him. Yeah, I said I... that guy sucks cock. I don't want to get into the weeds about Dennis Haster, but like, there's so much there. There are volumes of independent journalists, James Corbett and Sybil Emil... Sybil Edmonds. Before James Corbett was persona non grata, like at Alex Jones level, get him off the internet. He's... No one talks about James Corbett. Think about this. He is banned from the internet in the same way Alex Jones is. So, like, Sybil Edmonds and him went deep into Dennis Hastert, the crime syndicate he operated from. She was a whistleblower from the FBI. She was a translator, contractor for the FBI, who was translating literal documents about, like, spying that the Clinton administration was doing back then. Dude, this is so old. The shit is so old. Hassert was appointed two different times in his political career. His first time he held political office, he came in third place in the election. The guy who won the election died suddenly before he was appointed. And then Dennis Hassert, in third place, was picked by the Republican Party to be the... To be the, um, the then he held that position. Bob Livingston, who was his immediate counterpart, who, like, Whitney Webb... If you like listen to her stuff with Epstein, ties into li- it goes. Epstein shit ties in all the way back then. It ties into these circle of people 
When Livingston was ran out of Congress for being corrupt, the person who was put in his place was corrupt Dennis Haster. When they get ho- hosed out, it's because they step out of line, and then they get replaced by someone who's even more controlled. Yes. Haster was controlled. The shit about him as a wrestling coach molesting boys wasn't like the expose of his crimes. That was the tip of the iceberg. That was the blackmail shit they had on him that they released. Hey, hey. <laughs> we're done with this guy. You think that the you think the you the blackmail shit they release isn't the least isn't the the most of it. It's probably the least of it for most of these people because most of them get compromised and then play along, yeah. fall into the lifestyle. Yeah. <clears throat> when you see like the story the other day about the FBI, we've, this is all shit we've talked about on this podcast over and over again. But I think because we've had the podcast long enough now, it's good to kind of go back and look at all this stuff. Like the Durham report just came out. We just had the FBI come out and admit to doing over three hundred, almost three hundred thousand warrantless illegal wiretaps on regular old American citizens over the George Floyd protests in January sixth, and they came out and they said. After the Durham report said that they failed to uphold their standard commitment to the legal process, which is a nice way of saying, what? Committed crimes? Such a joke. Broke the law, right? It's a nice way of saying the FBI routinely broke the law in the Durham report. Then they come out and say, about 300,000 times we broke the law in spying on American citizens when we really shouldn't have. And then, like, we accept that as a whoopsie. But, like, you don't understand when people are unlimitedly powerful with zero belief that they ever will be held accountable, you can't be surprised when they don't adhere to any sort of code or principle or law. When all they operate is in their best self-interest for their own profit motives. And that's just what the FBI is. It's the law enforcement arm of a criminal organization. <laughs> you said it like a year ago, like that the the government is just one giant organized crime ring. I've been saying that since I was like eighteen years old, but now it's like it just becomes so true that it's horrific. There's really, nothing you can do about it. <laughs> <You're like that. laughs> just kind of live. Just kind of live. I know you're right. Well, that's why we have the podcast. I just hope they don't come shaky down. Like, all right, all right, I paid my time, I did my stuff. <laughs> all right, all right, dude, we need you now. Here's a I try not SUV to step out of line and a case of ammunition. Go shoot up. Here's this your tool. target. No, please. We'll release these nudie photos of you. No, <laughs> I didn't even get these. I didn't even remember taking this one. You see this thirty-minute video of you picking your nose and eating your boogers? We took from the camera of your front face, of your front face and camera. Dude, the amount of stuff <laughs> that they probably just have of me. <laughs> it's like when I'm alone, I'm just like singing to myself <laughs> random shit. It's like, oh, you can't release that. You know this thirty-second diatribe of you talking about how you blow up a school? We have it. No, I wasn't there. I was hypothetical. Again, that's why we have the podcast. You get the totality of my character, of our characters over the course, the good and the bad. Alright, so I guess that's it. We tackled parenting. We tackled the political... I don't even know what that is. Tackled the... It's not even politics. It's just no, like... It's just, well, it's just the reality of our world. I used to call it the Truman Show reality. I think you remember. Worse but it's that. like... 
It's like if Truman was a slave in his reality. Like, Truman was just like the... He unfortunate- had his free will. <laughs> it was just that the world was like catered around him. Yeah. He didn't know. It's like he didn't know. It was, a, it was like not only was he on a reality show that everything was catered around him and like all of his beliefs were false, but then also he didn't know he was also a slave to a machine that hated him. Yeah. And abused him constantly. Technically, his machine loved him. They loved Truman. <laughs> He was the I star. wish we lived in the Truman Show, but instead we live in this. What a crazy concept! <laughs> I wonder if they're pulling it off somewhere. I mean, they might be. I mean, the Joe Schmo show is like. It's... You see that new one, that Jury Show? Yeah, I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it either. I've seen the commercials with that dude. Um, it's kind of similar. So I mean, they could do it on a small scale. I think if there's an alien race, they probably are watching, like, some of us, like, look at these assholes. This is like an episode of Jimmy Neutron. Who do you think the highest ranking public official currently in office is today that's not an alien set to destroy us? Or clone, or, like, some sort of, like, deep fake. There's probably a few in Congress or something. Well, yeah, there's probably at least ten or so Congress people who aren't, like, lizard people in suits. That's what You think those ten people like get there and they're like, "Holy shit!" I All these people no are idea. lizard people. In no, I don't think they have any idea because I think, I think like some of them do. Those people are crazy to like, also I think, be doing. I think it's probably like AOC's not a little like AOC's a real person and Matt Gates is a real person. And Matt Gates is like, "Holy shit, these are lizard people." And AOC's are like, "Man, I wish I could be a, a, a lizard, lizard person. person." Maybe I don't know. Think I can have a lizard person baby if I play my cards right? I think they're they're welcoming. If like you're open to it, that's what they want. Yeah. Oh, sweet. It'd be so cool if the if the aliens weren't lizard people, but they were like giraffe people or something. It's like you guys were so dumb. Maybe they're fight. Like Kimberly just thought we were all lizards. <laughs> yeah, we're <so> giraffes. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> how come you can see how tall all these trees are? You think you think we were lizards? How'd you get your neck in those human-sized suits? That's the technology it's we like have. It's like the doctor, like, season one of Doctor Who, the, the, the green the fat, fat people, people like, in regular people suits. Yeah. So how did you fit in there? <laughs> oh, man. We Classic. have no bones. <laughs> Alright, bye.
I just want to start with a moment of silence <laughs> for Aaron Hicks. Oh. Did you see my text? Was that how you hey, got the news? Hey, observe the moment of silence. Oh, sorry. I thought we had it. How much time does it need? Well, if you're going to keep talking, it'll just go on forever. Okay, thank you to Aaron Hicks. His time as a Yankee is over. He had a good game there. I, you know what's weird? What? I don't think he's gone. I'm convinced he's, like... He's in a minor league. No one's going to pick him up. Somehow he's going to... Somehow he's going to end up back in our system where someone is going to get hurt and he will be on our major league team. But, yeah, you texted me about Hicks, and I didn't know. That's how you found out. I so I was like, "What? Did, I broke the news for I you." I said, "What happened?" So I went on Twitter. What did you think? Did you think he died in a bus crash? Because I just said "R.I.P." I thought I didn't know. I thought maybe the game was at one today, and something like maybe got hurt in the game. I didn't know. I was so like disconnected, and then I logged onto Twitter, and I was like. Gone. It kind of is weird. You see we got... Yeah, well, it's, it's like we traded Hicks for his clone. Like, I've, root, I've been rooting for him to be a DFA for a long time. Now that it happened, I'm like, I just kind of feel bad. <laughs> it's like, what a poor guy. He's going to golf so much. Right, let's see, what is this? Gengar. Dragapult. Goldango. Hell yeah. Oh, I don't like him. He's good. Skeledurge. He's like a mock of the Silver Surfer comic book character. He skateboards. He's gold. He's dreadlocks. Sableye. Annihilate. Oh, yeah. Skeledurge is ghost? Mm. Yeah, fire ghost. That's weird. Where? You've been just killing it with that. I haven't used it yet. Oh. I'm sure I'm still building it. Every time I switch teams, it takes time to build. I feel like you switch teams too often. The last team you don't I let had, them marinate. The last team I had was the the most successful and the most I used one team for like ladder purposes. Like the furthest I climbed the ladder. Yeah. So like I started at rank six with that team and I got all the way to master ball with it. When you switch teams, you don't lose your rank, right? It's like 70 battles. No. No. So I'll be able to start. That's why it's a good time to start. Either switch teams when I start a new level. Level or start a new season. Not a new, like a new rank. So like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so now that Master Ball is a good time. And then they're switching. Oh, I think you that text about the 25th or the 24th, how... Or I told you about yeah, you told Pokemon me. Home. Yeah. Yeah. That was a joke, apparently. Oh, you got got? Like, Pokemon, the official Twitter account, was just joking because he knows that everyone wants, wants it. That? Well, then why don't they just do that? That's how much they fucking know we're their bitch. Good for them. <laughs> Fuck you guys. They Fuck you guys who get. like their game. <laughs> oh, you like our game? Oh, we'll give that to you. How many fucking shit on your head? <laughs> I was so hey, upset. Is this what you want? Here it is, little fat boy. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be eighty dollars, and it's never coming. <laughs> it's like it's free. Like I already have home on this device. 
It's just them adding the capability for home to interact with Violet. It already interacts with all the other games. It's probably too much work for them. I don't know. I mean, I guess it's like a matter of balancing the current generation. So you're just going to like open the floodgate of all these other games. Yeah, exactly. But at the same time, like it's literally just one feature to the game. It's like literally just an on-off switch. Like, you can use this or you cannot. That's what it seems like from my position. And they were literally like, we'll do it in a week. Nope. <laughs> Never mind. Idiot. <laughs> it's really sad. Oh, my God. Um, Dude, it hasn't stopped Did you see the stuff day. with Blizzard, by the way? With Overwatch? No. I'm not an Overwatch player. Neither am I. Game sucks. Just so game Overwatch 1. I played the first... I played Overwatch 1, and the game is terrible. People loved it. Yeah. Uh, so much so that what they did was they decided they were going to make Overwatch 2 and they yeah. announced Overwatch 2 and they said and it was really close to Overwatch 1 and people were still really liking Overwatch, Overwatch yeah. 1. And Overwatch 2 is like the same game I thought. Well okay so what they did was they, uh, it's going to be pretty much the same game if you're a multiplayer person but it's going to have single player. Okay. And the Overwatch 1 didn't have a single player campaign but now it's, like, it's a big single player campaign. And it's like role playing, and then there's like hero stuff, and there's going to be RPG elements and leveling and all these promises. And then, after the announcement, like time went on, and then eventually, like people are waiting for Overwatch 2 to release, and then all of a sudden they say, alright, Overwatch 2 is here, but we're not done with the story stuff, so it's just the, it's just the PvP stuff, and... You know, the story stuff is going to come later on. And by the way, like, Overwatch 1 now no longer exists. So, like, they pretty much deleted Overwatch 1 from existence. And they overrode it with Overwatch 2. So if you already had it, you don't have to, like, rebuy it? I think what it was was if you had bought, like, paid for Overwatch 1, you were able to get Overwatch 2 PvP, PvP for free with the option of buying the story content later when it came out. Okay. But then if you didn't have Overwatch 1, you had to buy Overwatch 2 at full price. Like a $70 game. Um, with the promise that there's going to be story coming down the line. Yeah. Now, it came out in 2019. Overwatch 2. Overwatch 2. It, just yesterday... Blizzard came out and they announced to the fans of the, the game that there they weren't no. doing story anymore for Overwatch 2. And, like, people are pissed off. But, like, that's kind of the way the video game industry's been heading. Would you be pissed off if you're, like... Yeah, dude. You've had it and you're, like, well, I like it the player versus player, but, like, whatever. Or is it, like, no, I only bought this because I was excited for the story. And I'm just never getting that. I think a lot of people... Are both like I think there's a lot in both camps, and I think there's also a lot of people who feel like I have been waiting all this time, playing this game and like defending how bad it is or like how shitty the tactic because of, like, I knew what deleting the other game that we liked was for this like half-ass sequel that you rushed. Why they do that? Because the video game industry now is all about just like selling things seventy dollar games. Yeah, and like. And then once you sell that selling, selling get people game, to buy shit. How long can you keep them playing 
the paid version subscription of your online service. Yeah. So like the hook there is a paid subscription service to Overwatch 2. It does promise to have benefits if you get it with the story that never is coming. But it's like the video game industry is just so dependent now on like marketing things that they don't know that they could actually deliver on. And then like delivering on things that don't come close to what they marketed and then shrugging their shoulders when the backlash comes for them like what do you want from me? I just don't get the like do you think were they just never working on it? Were they just lying? That's what I'm wondering. Like was they ever coming or did they really spend all that time just to be like and it's just that far away and that bad where it's like because there is a point where like if it is they have to at a certain point be like we we're not do doing this. that. Yeah. But like I think it was like <laughs> their plan was like hey if we tell everyone we're coming out with the story mode, we wait on it for three years, <laughs> just, and then we just tell them no. Well, the fans, the game, the people who are really upset call it a rug pull, like a crypto rug pull. You know, that's how they've kind of been describing it, which implies that it is. Like, it was always the plan to just be like, nah, we're not doing that. Yeah. We're not doing it. But, like, okay, that makes me worried for, like, Starfield. Bethesda's had a run of negative issues. Dude, I'm telling you. Issues, and Starfield is... Like a game that could, if it fails, <laughs> the video game, the video game industry has become the most like corrupted, bad faith, <laughs> bad actor organ. Like it makes no sense. It's sad, dude. We talk about this like a lot in terms of like entertainment wise, like movies, TV, all that stuff. Which, by the way, I want to talk about something. Uh, but video games, same thing. There's, like, no good games anymore. You you continue to just continue to play old games. Yeah, like, I mean, Red Dead Redemption is six years old. That's it. Like, you bought it's Cyberpunk. the last great games I played. You bought Cyberpunk, you're like, oh, wow, this is cool. But, like... Yeah, that game hasn't been good. It's whatever. It's funny about that game. Is like Even the Harry Potter game like, that you bought. It's a good game. But, like, it's not, like, a classic, I wouldn't say. like It's good. But, like, not everything that comes out is going to be Red Dead Redemption, you know? Yeah. And, like, Starfield, just to use that as the example, like, that's the next thing on the horizon for me. That has to almost... It's got to be, like, the best game. In a position where... It, not it. Like, not just, like, Starfield the game, but, like, Bethesda the company, Microsoft the development studio and company, um, and then the video game industry as a whole has put Starfield in a position where, like, this game has to be transcendent. It's got to, like, save <laughs> the video game industry. At least the Xbox and Microsoft. Look, good or bad, I will own that game, and I'm going to play a lot of it. I mean, you think you're going to play it. But at this point, it's like, are they just going to come out and be like, by the way, game's game's not coming, fucking... What if that's what they're thinking? I already pre-ordered it. What if they just don't have the technology? You know the best company... Like, they don't have the skill. The best video game company is Nintendo. Yes. But why is that? Because they just make games that are fun. Well, they don't worry. They don't worry about the graphics. Like, the technology on this piece of shit. Yeah. This is worse than your cell phone. But, like, Zelda just came out. It's got perfect tense. Three of the top eight games of all time, according to, like, I think it's IGN. Wait, or Zelda games. Zelda games, yeah. Dude, there's a reason why, like, Smash still gets played. 
Mario Party's fucking awesome. All the Pokemon games, even though this last Pokemon game, I mean, they get technically panned. I want to go on a... I gotta figure out the best way to play the old Pokemon. Showdown, buddy. Huh? Showdown. What do you mean? Pokemon Showdown on your laptop. Oh, you want to play like... The... No, no, I want to play like what Red. Just... I want to play Fire Red. You just get ROMs. Yeah, I want to... They sell those like little Japanese like video game handheld devices. Like yeah. 30 bucks on Amazon that have ROMs of like every video game up to like PlayStation 1. Because I want to go through... They have all the Pokemon games on them. I want to go through... I want to play my way all through all the Pokemons. Good luck. What? I'm just gonna pick one color from each gen. I'm not gonna play like each one. I'm not gonna play like fire red and. You just get scarlet and violet and battle me, and I'm gonna kick your ass up and down the street. Like that doesn't interest me. I don't want to battle. You don't want to battle. You know I will battle. But I want to be. Here's where I'll battle. Best. If you get an N64 that has Pokemon Stadium. Oh yeah, Stadium and Coliseum are good. I'll battle there. Like no one ever was. We can get a N64 emulator. Um, don't, dude, don't, Ted Lasso. Don't. Yeah, should go on the Mount Rushmore of like in the history of TV shows that have just been. Oh man, I fell all the way to nineteen thousand. How you can go from days. being like a top show in your first season to just being. Such trash. Did it really get so bad? It is... Dude, it's not even... Like, it's almost unrecognizable from the show that it was in season one. And there are people online who are trying to defend it, but for the most part, everyone's in agreement. You're talking about things that are currently coming out. Season three is on right now. Every week, season three comes out. I think there's two episodes left. How long has it been on the air? I feel like it's been on forever. It already has three seasons. only has three seasons. This this is the final season. It was like a... Sorry. It was like a... They knew they were going to call it quits after they three. Picked up on it. Yes. But it is so fucking bad. The writing was so funny. It was such a funny, optimistic show. Season two was like, okay, things are getting like a little deep and sad. But like, you know, you kind of understood it. And then season three, the writing fell off a cliff. It's not funny in any aspect. Like, it, there's no laughs in the show. It's shoehorned, woke... Political shit, and I don't even get mad for putting it in there. I don't care. I'm not one of those people who's like, oh, I don't like the woke bullshit. And I, if you make good TV I and mean, it's in there, I just tend to look past it. But it is so bad. It's crazy. How do you ruin a show in three seasons? So good, mediocre, god awful. Now that The Walking Dead ended, I want to watch all the seasons of The Walking Dead. Why'd you do that? Because that's one of those shows that had, like, three different deaths. It was like, it's like, this show's really good. It was, and like, then it was like, man, this show's Jump Shark. It was, like, great in season one, then people think season two's terrible. I kind of like season <coughs> two. Then season three through five are, like, great television. Then six through eight are, like, the worst television ever. Then they and found they it again and... Like, like, it picks up, man. I'm telling you. Hey, if you've been watching for the last decade, shit's getting good. Like, it's good again. I mean, it's not like the old days, but... Well... And, like, I kind of want to see the, the... There is something the to difference. that. 
Because, like, I think Fast and Furious is currently on that same trajectory where, like, you know, like, the first, the first one is legitimately a great movie. It's, then, you know, like, they get weird. But then, like, five happens and it's like, hey, this is just, like, a good heist movie. And then you get, like, weird stuff happening. It's like, okay, these movies are crazy. And then you get through all that and you're back to making, like, hey, we have to make good movies. It's very weird. I don't understand how that happens. I want to, on the post, like, live broadcast my... This is the post. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I want to live broadcast my first attempt at winning a competitive battle with the Ghost team. That's fine. You can't put your Pokemon down for a 20-minute podcast. No. You... you it's a 50-minute podcast. You live broadcast your, your battle. Well, I, you, you're going to help me win. I don't have a strategy with this team yet. I've never, I've never battled another person. Yet. All right, we got a trainer who's found. I'm ranked nineteen one hundred five currently, and we're battling rate eighteen three eight six. They have fairy types, fire types, dragon types, a little ice type going on here. Uh, you know, they have two extreme speed users, which is a normal type priority move. So like that. Is good because it doesn't hit any of my Pokemon unless they're Terran. So I think we're gonna start here with we're gonna bring Sableye and Gengar with Dragapult and oh Frank Skeledurge, Golden Go or Annihilate is the last Pokemon of the four. I'm leaning, Annihilate. I was leaning Annihilate, so we'll go with Annihilate. There you can watch. Trevor Barrow got sent down to the miners in, in Japan? Japan. I didn't even know they had miners in Japan. Alright. Let's see if we can beat this asshole. Come on, help me beat this Asian guy. It's probably Trevor. I don't Barrett. really care. What do you mean you don't really care? This is the first monotype team. Help me. The priority. All right, so this ice type Chien Pao definitely has. Here, right. I'll punch. announce it. You don't know what you're talking about. You just play. You don't even know the names All of right. Pokemon. This little Asian man in a suit. Standing there versus another little Asian boy with suspenders and a baseball cap. He's got a weird little cat Pokemon that has a mustache. Looks like a seal cat. And it's written with Japanese letters, so I can't tell you what it is. His other Pokemon is an RK9. It doesn't affect... Oh, because he's dark? Ooh, that was a big hit. Sableye almost got murdered with one hit. Yeah, so I tried to Will-O-Wisp Chen Pao, and I didn't know that Chen Pao doesn't affect Will-O-Wisp. And now I'm... Gengar got hit, Sableye is dead. took a flamethrower and was knocked out. I have so a feeling person... Gengar's also about to get no, killed Gengar's right fine. here. Gengar's fine. I put a curse. He's cursed. He's probably going to switch out the Arcanine now. Right, so what are you going to bring in? The Annihilate? Annihilate. I'm going to put pressure on Shen Pao and see if he swaps out this Arcanine. Arcanine has a 
an ability Intimidate. So he's already taken the attack out of Gengar here. So if I protect with Annihilate and I Destiny Bond with Gengar, if they knock out Gengar, the person who attacks Gengar is going to get knocked out. So my hope is that he leaves in Arcanine, he attacks Gengar, Gengar faints and Champau faints with him. So that's the hope. But he's probably going to Sucker Punch. Do he throw Chop? Yeah, he does it. Alright, so now he's going to knock out his own Champau. And Throw Chop was disabled, which doesn't matter because Champau's going to faint. Oh wait, did I not get the Destiny Bond off? He, he attacked first. So Destiny Bond doesn't even get off. Which stinks. But So you're getting rocked. Trap, yeah, right now I'm definitely getting rocked. But my curse is still active on the RK9, and if RK9 swaps out, he's fucked. So here's my next play to try and salvage this, which I think we can. We are going to Terra the Annihilate to ground type, Earthquake, which will hit both of my opponents, and hit Phantom Force onto the Chien Pao, which means, so Dragapult should go first, he should fade away. Now, if, if Chien Pao uses Sucker Punch, he'll one-hit kill by Dragapult, and then my Dragapult's just going to get knocked out, but I have no other choice with this, so like... <coughs> But it's okay because my earthquake could knock out my own Dragapult here if I'm not careful. But Phantom Force should be able to protect them, so we'll see. So hopefully Earthquake can get a double knockout. Dragapult goes away, so he's not gonna get hit by my Earthquake. Ice Crash misses the Dragapult because Dragapult disappeared. Annihilate uses Earthquake, it misses Dragapult, and now I'm gonna hit both. It should knock out Arcanine. does. And it halves Chen Pao. And now, my Dragapult's already disappeared because he's going to attack Chen Pao at the start of the next turn. So I can't use Earthquake at the start of this next turn, but I could attack or I could protect. And he's got Dragonite, which is good for him because Dragonite's not going to be affected by my Earthquake. But Dragonite will be affected by Drain Punch. Nope, not much. And Rage Fist, but not by much. So I'm going to protect with Annihilate and then let Dragapult attack with his Shadow Sneak. Or Phantom Force. Him. So he's Is that a Mizuno hat on that guy? Yeah, dude. Japanese cross promotions. I think I'm, pro I think I'm probably fucked here. So I protect... Phantom Force comes in. It doesn't get... I really needed the knockout there. That's Done. bad that it's not going to knock out. But the Icicle Crash hits Protect. And Dragonite is going to... Hit Ground-type into Protect. So, like, I was good there. So now, that's good for me because I can do that same strategy again. I can essentially... Well, I can't really Earthquake again. Alright, so I can... I could essentially Rage Fist, Dragonite, and Phantom Force again into Chen Pao. This shouldn't kill me. Fuck. He's really strong. I thought I would survive that. You're done. I'm definitely done now. Now, Phantom Force is still going to attack Dragonite, but I don't think there's anything I could survive with my Dragapult. He's super weak. Surprise one hit from that Chen Pao was enough to get... Although I was Terra Ground and Ground is weak to ice, I'm still pretty bulky. 
You didn't stand a chance in that match. Whenever you switch teams, it usually starts pretty rough. I'd say. And this guy, you know, he's a good player too. He's ranked 18,000. He's a thousand higher than me. Maybe we got a miracle in the bag with... Now, my Dragapult is Choice Bandit, so, like, I can't change my move either. So, like, I'm stuck using just this one move. Got the kill. Well, a nice moral victory for you, at least. Well, I mean, he's got two, I got one. So, we'll see what happens. Yeah, but, like... Stomping Tantrum, will it knock me out? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> he has two, you have none. <laughs> two full health, too. Pretty convincing win by him. So that was the first ever battle with that team, and it was unsuccessful. All right, good job, good good loss. You know, you learn more in your defeats than in your victories. Take your loss and get better from it. Well, that's how I learned how it's, what I need to do to tweak my team. Like from that, just that strategy alone, like the opening play there when I sent Gengar and Sableye, not the didn't work out at all. Not the but like I've never sent those two Pokemon out together, and like I had a strategy in my head, like. Sableye on this team is very finesse oriented. He has no he has only you one. You like doubles move. better than just the Yeah, I used to think I was a singles guy, but now I barely can even enjoy singles. Like I try and play on singles and it's like There's more strategy involved in the doubles. Yeah, I feel like it it's it is more it, it's a better battle. To like play off of each other and stuff. It's definitely a more skill based battle rather than like luck based. Right, well, but it's also very luck influenced. Next week, maybe you'll have more than one win or zero wins with your mono team. I'm about probably have a whole different team. 